Welcome to the third season of Pop Culture Elevator. You might get off on the wrong floor, but it'll still be the right one. I'm Danny. And I'm Mark. We're going to follow the rabbit down some deeper holes, and we might just make it to Wonderland. That's the adventure we're looking for. We will deep dive into some newer films, but also take a look at some of our older favorites. No movie is too big or too small for us to handle, and hey, we'll even have time to talk about film news and our favorite celebrities. That's why we're the hosts of Pop Culture Elevator. Now let's, let's get, get this show on the road. And passengers, we'd love for you to message us. So if you'd like to, you can reach us at a few different places. Our email is popcultureelevator at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is PCE Podcast. Instagram is at popcultureelevator. Facebook is facebook.com slash popcultureelevator. When Mark and I talk about pop culture, we have a hard time censoring ourselves. So there are spoilers. Some of these spoilers are many years old and some only a few days old. We just want you to know what you're getting into. So if you haven't seen the movie we were talking about, you might want to pause this and watch said film. This is your spoiler warning. Welcome back, passengers, to a brand new year and a new episode of Pop Culture Elevator. That's right. 2022, today's episode and season three are brought to you by Precise Public Adjusting. If you're having trouble with a property loss claim, give them a call. They'll make sure your insurance carrier takes care of you the way that they agreed to. Once again, that's Precise Public Adjusting at 817-992-5040. And make sure you let them know Pop Culture Elevator sent you. Yeah. And if you're pissed off with 2022... Apparently they uh, sponsored all of it. So that's their fault. (laughs) (laughs) The way you worded it, I was like, that's awesome. Yeah. We could blame them. No, not really. Don't blame them. Yeah. Um, But yeah, this is our, uh, we're going to just take a look back at 2021 and the movies uh, that we loved. Um, Try to try to give you a top 10 or maybe 11 or 12, whatever we feel like. Right. I couldn't hone mine down. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard to do it. Um, but you know let's go for it uh we did a lot of movies in 2021 part of season two uh was in actually a lot of season two and three were all in 2021 so uh it's a lot of episodes it's a lot of movies that we watched um and i want you know i started off and i was thinking oh yeah uh wonder woman 84 is in there no wonder woman 84 was actually december of 2020 the same thing happened to me and i actually tried to toss in uh i care a lot same thing it was in 2020 and i was just like oh darn it oh but we watched i care a lot uh in 2021 yeah that's right that's oh my gosh yeah and and stuff like uh mandy which we watched in 2021 but that was a 20 i think that even was like a 2019 movie or something like that you might be right or 2018, maybe. So there were a, a lot of movies, even like Soul. Soul was a 2020 film. So, yeah. um, you know, a lot of these movies that, uh, that we didn't get to. Tenet, 2020, even though we yep. watched it in 2021. It's exactly what But it can't be because it's not 2021. Uh, no, sir. So, you know, getting into it, like, it was it was not a bad year for movies. I mean, we no, were, not we at were all. in the midst of the pandemic, right? But uh-huh. Uh, you know, still some good stuff came out that we got to see. And I was uh, pretty stoked for a lot of it. 
Uh, yeah, totally. I think we should just go ahead and get like the first two obvious ones out of the way, right? Like and, our tops or like? Yeah, like the ones that are like definitely on the list. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. And then well, they're No Way From Home, right? No Way Home. That's my top. That's my number. Yeah. That's my number one. I mean, No Way Home still, still thinking about it. Yeah. Right? Same. Uh, to this day, still thinking about uh, No Way Home and... Um, and how, when I can go back to the theater. <laughs> well, not even go. I mean, I'm, I'm obviously at this point, there's so many other movies that I need to go see that I don't know if I can fit in a three hour uh, or two hour and 40 minute movie into my uh, next week or so. But, that's I mean, true. And, and that kind of stuff is like what was going to bring us our honorable, honorable, honorable mentions uh, later on. I think yeah. that, uh, you know, it, it sucks that we can't get to every movie. There are a ton of amazing movies out there, but uh, we can't see them all uh, right. in time uh, for our podcast. So we do have to pay some respect to some things that maybe I've seen or maybe uh, I haven't seen and vice versa for Danny. Stuff and that we'll we wanted to, to see that we didn't get to see, you know, and, and then talk about yeah exactly um but yeah no way home man i think that's the top of the list i think we both agree on that that's like number one how yeah uh, how they went and just they did us they did the fans amazingly Justice. yeah Justice. it's uh, another slap in the face of dc right no. <laughs> oh, God. well there was some slap in the faces there but there definitely. sure were uh, Talk about him. What was the the uh, the DC the uh, Flashpoint part, Flashpoint right? book? Yeah, it was a slap in the face to DC. But not only that, but they beat DC to the punch with the multiverse. Yeah, uh, or you know, DC is going to do that with the Flash uh, coming right. up here pretty soon. So, but they've uh, kind of been on the multiverse thing for a little bit. But I mean, they tiptoed. They they they, they put their toe in the water with Ant Man and get into the quantum well, realm. That's Marvel, right? And, yeah, and yeah. Game. So like, and we know there was a multiverse uh, yeah. because the the grand uh, the supreme um, from Doctor Strange, uh-huh. uh, the supreme sorcerer supreme. Yeah, sorcerer supreme told uh-huh. us uh, that there was multiverse. You don't mess with it, right? So exactly. We already, already kind of knew that was there, and of course, Avengers Endgame and all that. Uh, yeah. Kind of talks about a little bit whenever uh, Bruce Banner is trying to get the stone. Uh-huh. Um, but you know, uh, No Way Home being the top, just being a fantastic movie, just blowing us away. We've talked about it. You can watch, listen to the last episode. We talked about it uh, at length, um, or the episode before last, because because if we're okay, you know what I'm going to do? This I'm going to say this: No Way Home being the top. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like in total disappointment, Matrix might be like towards the bottom just because it disappointed me so much. Oh, you mean like as far as making it in, in the top 10? Oh, Matrix it's not made the top it in the top 10 for you? No, okay, it's not good. The top 10 at all. That's what I was no, no, going to no. say. But I'm you're talking it's, about it's like more like the bottom 10. It's like yeah, uh, just out of disappointment. Like, just like only disappointment. because I'm so disappointed that it's even be- that it's not in my top 10, that it has to be like. Like it, let's just say like number 10 is is like the least bad. Yeah. <laughs> so, so like number one would be the worst. So if you get number 10 right. on the top 10 sure. worst movies list because of the extreme disappointment, yeah, not because it's that bad. It's, but, it's <laughs> fine to watch, but I'll, yeah. I probably won't ever watch it again. But anyway, uh, I know I have watched it a whole bunch of times. Oh, gosh. Uh, but that's because I like the first three quarters of the movie. A whole bunch. They then, the end is is what ruins it for me. Like, I, I just wish that they had gone a little bit harder yeah. and deeper 
and uh, and put a little bit more into the cinematography budget yeah. wise. And so, uh, yeah, exactly. That anyway, was a huge disappointment. Listen yeah, to last week's episode. Listen to last yeah. week's episode. Uh, number two was a pretty easy one for me to yeah. choose. And it was, well, I don't know if you agree with me, but it's Ghostbusters Afterlife. Oh, okay. I, I, I didn't know where you would put uh, Justice League, Zack Snyder's cut. Justice League is probably number three. Oh, yeah, okay. So right after uh, Afterlife, which was amazing. I love that movie so much. Uh, I didn't know if I was going to like it. Uh, and it really got me hard. I, I couldn't believe how much I loved it, how much it uh, opens things back up to, to tradition. Uh, and then you, but still leads you into a new story at the same time. Yeah. Uh, that movie kind of, uh, that Ghostbusters Afterlife did it for me for number two, just because how do you go and you, and you, uh, you take a sequel to something, you know, a third movie for something that's been around since the 1980s. Yeah. And, and then uh, able to update it while also keeping the original feeling. Right. That's a, that's a, that's where a lot of movies fail these days is they, they're like, you know what, we got to replace these characters and then start, yeah. you know, uh, and this, this movie respects the originals. And I love that. Right. I mean, and I'm sorry, I know I made a list somewhere, like I wrote some stuff down and I was trying to look for it now because I, I, uh, again, it was really, these top 10 lists are really hard for me to do. Dude, yeah, because for me, it was really like a top 15. Well, it's even just uh, like, it's hard to rank them for me. Like, cause I, yeah, I, I, Yet, it's I a, didn't even worry about ranking them cause it's so hard. Yeah. I tried, but nah. But I think my top four or five are pretty easy just because of that. So I've got, you know, the yep. No Way Home, Ghostbusters yeah. Afterlife. And then, uh, well, Ghost, let's talk about Ghostbusters Afterlife. It's really, we talked about a lot in length in the review, right? Sure. We love Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters is a staple of, of films that are, that lives, both those movies live rent-free in my head. Of course. Um, Afterlife just did justice to it, and I'm I'm so excited to watch it again on home video when it comes out. Yeah, same here. And they, this is the time where I'm just like, oh my god, I I just want to download it like illegally. <laughs> <laughs> I promise I'm gonna buy it, but you're not giving it to me soon enough. I'm sorry, the money's there. You're the product is not. <laughs> yeah, no, it feels like I feel like I want like a movie a month after it releases in the theaters. Like, to buy. like I said, like the, that's why I love the simultaneous release because, like, yeah. you just you know, go I'm home and watch it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, but third movie, I guess, for me is Justice League, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Uh, the yep. reason it doesn't make it to number two or number one is mm. only its length, really. Four hours, dude. I can't. I can't sit for four hours. I. I don't. Uh, I don't have the time so to do it. I gotta give that to you because compared, like again, like we get a Marvel movie and the momentum is amazing and you don't feel it. Uh, I do feel like that's kind of. I mean, maybe I praised it for its momentum in the past, but as as it regards in comparison to other movies, you do feel that time. You know, it's a four hour film and it's designed the way Zack Snyder designed it was to watch it in chunks. Uh, it's got the chapters and he actually tells you the best places to pause and go back to it later. Like he, he's cool. got a whole thing. So um, it's in chapters. Right. But it does feel long. And, and for that, it just gets some points taken off as far as top movies like No Way Home. I could sit through that 
uh, again and again. Yep. Um, Ghostbusters Afterlife again and again. Uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League is something that I want to go back to all the time. But it's you got to find time. It's it's finding the time. Fani has been like, when are we going to watch it? Because she hasn't watched it yet. Oh right. Uh, and and I'm like, well, we'll watch it. I promise, because I do want to watch it again with you. Um, you know what we should do is uh, for our audience, we should find that link that talks about the best ways to watch it and where to pause. Yeah. And you should do that with Fani. Yeah, and I should probably. Well, it's going to be. That's the only way we're going to be able to watch it. Yeah, no that's literally the only way that she'll be able to sit down and watch it with me. But it'll be a cool perspective is to have somebody who watched it that way first uh-huh. and, and like talk about it. Because, you know, when we saw it the full gamut, you know, we might, I don't know, feel a little differently about it. Sure. She might feel a little differently about something. Sure. Um, for me, this and this is, I think, where you and I are probably going to diverge paths. Number four. OK, so I, our first three are the same. It's just that I never ranked them. I just like it's the first ones that came sure. out of my head. And that's how it, it kind of came out. Good. This is definitely, I think, where we're going to split paths. Okay. Uh, my number four is Dune. Okay. I totally knew we were going to disagree on this. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I just, I can't hop on the bandwagon uh, without like the, the true meat of the story. Uh-huh. Uh, so, but I, I, not that it's not a great movie, but did it, it did not make my top 10. Sure. I didn't, and I didn't think it would. But tell me about it. Why do you love it? Dune cinematography blew me away. Dennis Villeneuve can make a movie like no other. That movie had me uh, sitting there watching, staring at the screen the whole time. And I was always interested and I'm so excited to sit down and watch it again. That's just where I was. Uh, It's down to that because it was, it was a beautiful movie. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Dune, Dune has it for me, man. That, that movie was uh, really beautiful. And I guess I could interchange it with my next movie, but go ahead and tell me your, uh, your next. Uh, King Richard was next for me as far as quality of movie, uh, making me care about sports. That's hard to do. Uh, and, but, you know, I'm more interested, you know, because to get there, you have to sacrifice so much. So to learn about the best in this regard, I mean, don't get me wrong. I've been a fan uh, vaguely, but, I, you know, I'm, any sport, I'm not the one like, oh, every week it's on. Yeah. Let, me, let me turn that on. Woo! Um, no, so but but to learn this story because obviously everyone knows her name, everyone's seen something, sure, uh, commercial or whatever. So it's great to see this part of the story. Uh, but also Will Smith's performance, the young actresses that played uh Venus and Serena and the other uh siblings, as well as the wife, it was just such an uplifting story, as well as her coaches. Um it was a feel feel good movie, kind of. You know, it was a, a turmoil to to a championship movie. It was great. I thought that was one of the absolute best movies of twenty twenty one. Oh god, it was such a good movie, and I have it on my top ten. It's just not where yours is. And yeah, and, again, and, and they're not really ranked. Yeah, they're just what came out of my head. Sure. Uh, so what are we on? Five. That was four. That was four. So let's go. And now five. we're going to five. Yeah. All right. My number five, and I know this did not make your top 10. I know 100% this did not make your top 10. What is it? It's The Green Knight. Oh, I do do that too. I was like, ah, Danny's going to talk about that one. I'll just leave that one off. (laughs) No, and I did not think that it would make your top 10. I know that wasn't uh, a movie for you. And after seeing it, I knew it probably probably wasn't going to be your favorite movie up there. But uh, for the time when I saw that movie, it was my top movie. 
the the moment I saw that I was like, that is my top movie. I own it now. I bought it. Black Friday had it for like five bucks on yeah. 4K. And I was like, yes, please. I will buy that. For five bucks, man. I wish you would text me because I would buy it for five bucks. Yeah, it was it was nice. <laughs> I'm, I'm really waiting for A24 to do like, hey, we're doing a collector's edition because I've got the Midsummer's collector's edition. Yeah. The last black man in San Francisco collector's edition. I want a green night one. Um, so that, what would that look like? Just the one big long cardboard uh, thing of Blu-rays or no, they're, they're like, uh, they're like this big. Uh, and they're like these really nice, uh, fabric and you pull it out. It's got a book in it and uh, all this stuff. So oh, like, you want it. So you're talking about for one disc, not yeah, like for, I want the entire. No, I mean, like, I, I would love catalog of I would love the A24 collection, but that's never going to happen. Although, oh, you, but for this movie, apparently Apple's in talks to buy them. And so then like Apple would have all of them on Apple TV, which would be kind of cool, I guess. And that's totally an Apple move. It is an Apple move, isn't it? <laughs> Uh, what is your uh, well, the cinematography, everything, the Green Knight uh, blew me away. I think that the story could have not the story, the uh, it could have been a little bit more handholdy than it was because it wasn't handholdy. Uh, which all. movie, sorry, the Green Knight, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I thought it could have been more handholdy, uh, and I agree with that. But uh, everything about it to the acting to uh, the cinematography to the uh, meaning behind everything, um. It worked for me, but I know. Um, what's your number five? Uh, yeah, and, and again, like Green Knight, I thought it was cool. Uh, I thought it could have been a little bit more inclusive to its uh, audience. Sure, definitely. But other than that, it was a beautiful movie. It had a great, uh, great acting cast, just like you said. So it just, because it didn't, not so much hold your hand, but I don't know. I just felt like there was something that, yeah, I guess more handholding, maybe. Yeah. That, it didn't really make mine. Especially, I don't know. It didn't feel like other Arthurian uh, tales to me. Uh, it was, it was so different. Very different. It was totally different. So that's why. Anyways, my next one was The Nobody. Oh, Nobody made it on your list. Yeah. Okay. That was so great. Uh, again, like, I, you originality? Originality here. Uh, really brought this one up for me as well as I just love Rob Odenkirk. He, he was amazing and uh, convincing. Bob. Yeah, Bob. It's the same thing, Rob and yeah, Bob. Yeah, same. <laughs> I always say Bobbert uh, to Bobbert. some people. <laughs> but that, uh, they, I don't know if that's really acceptable, Bobbert. Anyways, Bobbert. Uh, Bob Odenkirk was awesome. And uh, you know, I love his other things that he's been in, uh, Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul. The, yeah, I can't really go wrong with this guy. And, uh, you know, he just proved me right. Once again, if his name's on the movie, it's going to be great. It's going to be something that you haven't really ever seen before. Uh, and if it is, it's going to be better <laughs> than the original. So, yeah. Uh, Anyways, I love that movie so much. A lot of great action and, uh, you know, also just kind of a coming of self story, really, because it's a lot of acceptance, self-acceptance in that story. So I, I like that. Yeah. So what about you? Where's, what's yours? Uh, number six? Is that right? We're on number six now. Yeah. Uh, number six happens to be Malignant. Oh, again, another one where I was like, Dan's going to say that one. I'm not going to take it. <laughs> Malignant, man. That movie. Uh, it's great. It, there weren't a lot of horror movies we watched this year that uh, felt original. And um, yeah, 
and and, and nothing against Halloween Kills for the right. like, two move two horror movies we really talked about. Um, Halloween Kills was absolutely uh, badass to me. I, I love yep. that. But Malignant takes the cake for originality, uh, for its cheesiness uh, in the most '80s way that I absolutely oh. loved. Um, it was a movie See. that that not a lot of people understood because you can still go look, look at reviews and see how many people just didn't get it. Yeah. Um, and, and I and I'm remiss to not have put it on my list because I was like, dang, it's definitely going to talk about that one. But um, oh, I'm, I was losing my train of thought now. But uh, it was it was a great original movie. And uh, I honestly I don't think I could live without it uh, being in my physical copy here in the near future. Uh, I have to say the same thing about the nobody. It just made it into my physical collection. Yeah, nobody. And I it's not in my top 10, but nobody was very good. I, again, agree with you on that. I thought that that was a really fun movie. Uh, oh, I remember what I was going to say about um, Malignant. Malignant uh, is the intention behind that movie. Uh-huh. The intentional B movie is, uh, I, I don't I don't even know how else to say it, but it's amazing that somebody was like, I need it to be like this and nailed it. Uh, as opposed to saying, no, this is, I'm doing it this way to be an A movie. And it's all intentional to like bring the B level up to that status or something like that. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, this, the intention of that movie is what I think is totally deserving to be on anyone's top 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about your number? <laughs> What's your number? Did you do your number six? Your number uh, six. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it is Free Guy. That's on my list. That's on your list? That's on yeah. My list. yeah. Where was it? Where was it? I'll tell you in a minute. <laughs> it's number six, too? That's awesome. It's not number six. Number six was malignant for me. But, uh, <laughs> oh, okay, so it's your seven? Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Free Guy was amazing. Uh, it was like having Grand Theft Auto without having to get the licensing from Grand Theft Auto. And uh, I think I'm getting a little tongue-tied there. But, uh, yeah, I love this free world uh, AI tale. Um uh, of of success i loved it it was so great it's hilarious uh the the graphics and the casting are amazing uh the cast have an amazing chemistry but uh also the references uh oh, to, yes. to any game out there free guy is the best video game movie that's not actually based on a real video game exactly yeah. oh man so with that your number seven is free guy no my number seven is actually king richard Oh, okay, okay, nice. Not enough to not enough good things to say about King Richard. That was the feel good yeah. movie of this year. That was the feel, or I'm sorry, last year. Yeah, that was a feel it good movie of last year. Yeah, it was. A, it was. It was felt good. It made me feel good. I felt good throughout the whole movie. So, yeah, King Richard number seven for me. Absolutely. Uh, uh, Shang Chi. It is on my list. <laughs> Just a little further down. Little That's further cool. down. <laughs> uh, again, another movie uh, I think uh, brings originality, uh, maybe not so much in the comic book world, but in the cinematic world, uh, to the screen, to the big screen. And it brings a, a open another chapter 
in the universe uh, that can make us all look, because we're all begging for it. Give us something new, something that I haven't uh, seen on the screen, right? And they're, they're, it's there in in, uh, in in the comic book world, but not everybody accesses that. So it's great that these things are going to be coming in and bringing in uh, more fandom uh, to to the uh, to the franchise. And so I I just really enjoyed this movie. I loved Aquafina in it. She's oh, hilarious. So good. So good. Uh, yeah, and I and I like the uh, the sister. Like having her own cartel yes. army. Yes. Pretty oh, sweet. That movie was oh. great. Um, my number eight uh-huh. is Free Guy. Ah, very cool. Like we said, it's it's the best video game movie not based on a video game. Uh, they did it better than any video game movie has done before, although we are getting some really good video game movies as of late, like Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic the Hedgehog 2 looks fantastic. That, it does look awesome. Um. I know there's been Mortal Kombat, you know, all that. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, but, uh, you know, I'm not going to go on and on. Brian Reynolds did a great job with that movie. Taika Waititi was a great bad guy. Uh, I loved everything about it. All right. Totally. Uh, what's your number eight? Army of the Dead. Yeah. <laughs> again, I strike again. This is why we should have put the list in the script. No, because I like this. No, no, this this works for me. I like her format right now. Uh, Army of the Dead actually does not make my list. It is, it is. Was it like thirteen? It's actually number eleven. Oh, okay, okay. It's right there. Uh huh. It's right there. So, so a couple of these movies should have been uh, a little lower on my list. Because uh, of they had to go to the honorable mention because we had not talked about sure. them yet. So so really, if if I had, uh, can I just mention yeah, my ahead. honorable yeah, mentions? Yeah, yeah. So uh, they are of the ones that we haven't talked about yet. It's Don't Look Up and Army of Thieves. Which guys, we have to talk about these movies in the future. So just look out for a future episode. So don't look up. Was that not? Uh... Is Netflix with Leonardo DiCaprio? No, I know exactly what it was. I just, for some reason, thought it came out in January of this year now. But uh, I guess, oh. uh, I guess it, it came out. No, December. it came out in December. I watched December fifth. No, you're right. Yeah. You're yeah. right. I just didn't know. I yeah. haven't. I haven't got a chance to sit down and watch it yet. Well, yeah. I know I want to watch it. I've seen the trailers, and I thought this looks fantastic. I just. Um, and and um, I just that's why I made it in my honorable mentions, just because we haven't talked about it yet. Sure. Uh, but but it would if we had both watched this, it would probably be uh, like number three for me for Don't Look Up and Army of Thieves would be probably number uh, six or seven for me. Army uh, of Thieves better than Army of the Dead. <laughs> uh, that's a that's a hard question, my man. Uh, that's like I, interesting because from uh, everyone I've heard, they're podcasters, like podcasters. I like literally have my hand up to my mouth like. I heard Army of Thieves is not as good as Army of the Dead. And the only reason I haven't watched it yet is just because uh, I didn't want to taint the original. But it's tough. You don't have to make it. Okay, so I'm going to say that, I mean, it's by a hair. But I I did recently rewatch Army of the Dead. It's tough. But it's it's by a nose, man. So, But Army of the Dead is better. Uh, but not by much. Like it, it seriously should be a tie. But anyways, uh, those are my two honorable mentions that did we because we didn't talk about them. And then Mortal Kombat 
is only an honorable mention because it did make my top ten. Ah. Uh, although, uh, it, although it might now. Mortal now Kombat. Looking at these other ones that I have. On Mortal Kombat's in my honorable honorable mentions. Oh, it is. That's cool. Yeah. Nice. I love that movie. <laughs> Glad we can agree on that one. Uh, so that was number eight, right? Yes. So what was yours? Um, I guess we didn't talk much about Army of the Dead. What did you like about Army of the Dead? You know, we, I mean, we have a whole podcast about it, but I, I did like Army of the Dead yeah. a lot. I, I thought that it was uh, very original for a zombie movie when we're saturated with zombie stuff. Uh, I needed something new, and that yeah. gave me something very new. Plus, uh, Dave Bautista showed me that he actually is a formidable actor. Not that I didn't mm. think he was because I love him as Drax. Of course. But, uh, this gave me another dimension to Dave. Uh, which I thought was really great, but I liked I liked all of the actors in it. Uh, Dieter, of course, being my favorite, which is why yeah. I do need to watch Army of Thieves because it's him. But um, yeah, there was a lot of standout performances in that uh, movie for it being like an action silly movie. Uh-huh. Uh, but also Zack Snyder just proving yet again that I I'm a fan of Zack Snyder. Yeah, just that's you know, um, number nine. Right, we're on number nine now. Why don't you go first this time? Okay, I don't want to. I feel like I keep stealing all of yours. This was hard. Uh, this was a hard choice because now we're getting towards the the end of the tens. Um, number nine for me though, and I had to put this in there because the movie did kind of uh, sit with me for a while. It was um, Judas and the Black Messiah. <gasps> cool. Yeah. Uh, that one. That one had to sit with me for a while. That movie kind of uh, did some things to me. It kind of did some things yes. to me on the inside, made me think about a lot of things, made me uh, feel a lot of things. Also, the fact that it's based on a true story and it made me start researching into that story because, you know, I'd heard stuff about it, but I never really knew the full story. And so um, that movie just kind of did it for me. The actors, uh, everyone in that movie from... Um, uh, you know, I can't think of their names off the top of my head, but they just, everyone in that movie blew me away. Uh, that whole movie had me enthralled the whole time and uh, I got really emotional watching it. So that movie deserves a place on here. And so number nine, it gets awesome. Awesome. Uh, that, that made it like to number uh, 11 for me, yeah. but, but yeah, awesome. Like I seriously, it's so hard. And again, like these are not ranked at all, but they really truly is one of the best movies of this year. I'm oh, so yeah. glad that's on your list. Uh, nine this is tough because like the, the tail i had nine right and then i was like trying to figure out number 10 and honestly it should just be Judas in the black messiah um because oh, i haven't <laughs> well, what's your nine you know what okay so because it is one that i will put on constantly because i think it is hilarious it's fun um and it has great action is red notice interesting that red notice gets on your list yeah uh well i wanted to have a you know like kind of a wackier sure uh, no yeah yeah uh but yeah i do feel bad that judas in the black messiah comes you in shouldn't behind feel it, bad. But, it, but, it really this uh, is a personal list this isn't our well, yeah exactly Oscar it's just party. Like, you know like yeah just... yeah and that's what i was I was like, oh, do I have to rank this? Is a, like, this is exactly what we like, we're we doing. The if Oscar we went, party if type I was thing, like, like, when the Oscars come up, <laughs> and I'm like, well, let's pick the best movies. I can't do that. 
I can't do that because I haven't I, even seen all the best movies. This is our exactly. Favorites. This is yeah. our favorites. Yeah. There's other ones uh, I really want to see, and they might take the spot later when I actually see them. But right now, I haven't gotten to see them. Yeah. Yeah. So, although I would like to do something like that, like, but it won't be like Oscars, like of every movie. It'll be of what we talked. It about. It could be really cool if we take the best movies that they put for the Oscar list and watch uh-huh. all of them, and then decide what we think should win. Yeah, now that I would love to do be because cool. I hardly ever agree with the decision. Yeah, so it'd like be really to, cool to see what we agree yeah, with. Uh, it would be cool. We'll do like an Oscars edition episode where we'll watch all of the top movies. We'll yeah. say which one we think should win, but then we'll also throw in the movies we think should have taken the place of some of the other movies that are on the list. Yeah, and per- perhaps it'll be a, a coupon day. <laughs> <laughs> We really do need a shirt that just says pop culture elevator. We'll have a coupon day. <laughs> um, okay. So your number nine is red notice. I did like red notice a ton uh, after thinking about it. Initial yeah. watch. I was a little disappointed. I'm still not, it's still not my favorite. It's a fun movie. That's yeah. what I'll give that movie. Yeah. Um, all right. Our number tens. Uh, my number 10 is Shang-Chi. Oh, nice. In the Legend of the Ten Rings. Very cool. Uh, And and there was no... I really had to think about it. If I had to put Shang-Chi in Eternals and Black Widow all in a row, and I had to rank those three on their own, um, Black Widow being the lowest, and Eternals and Shang-Chi are very close to each other because Eternals surprised me. Yeah, um, I was very surprised. You, if you listen to our website, our episode about it, um, I, I it I did not going in. I did not think I'd like it. Um, but Shang Chi was fun. Uh, it yes. took martial arts and put it in the forefront. It was super cool. Uh, Simu Liu is fantastic. Aquafina is fantastic. Michelle Yao is fantastic everyone in that movie is fantastic there's just not a bad uh part of that movie for me um except for maybe it just being like a little a little formulaic which every marvel movie is so as far uh, as like oh my dead mother inspired me hero thing yeah there's just like it's very like by the formula where eternals tried to break that they still put it in there but yeah um, yeah but I totally agree with uh, as far as which one that I'm going to watch more often. I'm going to watch Shang-Chi more. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What's your uh, number 10? Oh, uh, this one's tough. And again, like the la- the number 10 slot was really like four vague ones uh, that I hadn't really decided which one was actually going to well, take. You have to 10. choose. Oh. So I'm going to tell you now it's between old and Cruella. Ooh. Ooh. So I actually am gonna go with Cruella. Okay, that's the better choice, I think. <laughs> nice, thank you, thank you. I, uh, I, I. Okay, so old had me so interested that I almost messed myself. Like I contemplated. I think it'll be okay if it's just pee in the seat. <laughs> <laughs> I just little make a little tinkle in the seat. It's okay. <laughs> but Cruella, that's so embarrassing to admit. But uh, like it had me. I was glued to my seat literally. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I made an immediate escape afterwards, and everything was fine. But uh, Cruella surprised the heck out of me. And uh, 
uh, Emma did a great job. I really love the soundtrack on that one. Oh, the soundtrack. I cannot forget that soundtrack. That soundtrack's brilliant. It's a great soundtrack. Absolutely. Um, It, if the fashion world was like the scene that they had portrayed, I would want to be a part of that world. Oh, yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah. And and again, I think I said it in the episode, I'll say it again. Maybe we should just put on something like that. If we know some cool <laughs> designer who wants to do a thing, we'll just like MC that thing. You know, I'll, I'll put up the PA system and we'll run a stage or something and we'll just have a cool rock like uh, walk, runway. Runway. Yeah. There you go. If anyway. It's too expensive. We'll have a coupon day. But yeah, we'll have a coupon day now. We'll need sponsors like uh, Precise Public Adjusting at 817 Think Big Mike owes us some more money now. <laughs> at least for our little stage rental. <laughs> um, look, so some of my honorable mentions. And uh, yeah, 11 for me was Army of the Dead. Nice. Uh, Because I love that movie. That was really good. Great. Plus, we got to go uh, see it a couple days early in the theater, which was really fun. That was so cool. Early release. The patch for that. I have a patch and it's on my disc golf bag. I've been waiting uh, to pick out uh, the perfect like ammo vest. Yeah. I do. I do actually have a vest. I need to just put it on there. Uh, Yeah. But yeah, it's like a just like a utility vest that I could put stuff on. I actually yeah. need to put that on there. I've been waiting for the right thing. I guess I already have it. Yeah. Um, number 12 for me. So 11 Army of the Dead. Number 12 for me was Werewolves Within. Yeah. Uh, that Great movie flick. surprised me. Plus the fact that we got to go see it in, in the uh, amazing Granberry Theater. Uh, oh, yeah. I've decided that this summer... I'm going to do the film club where you get to watch unlimited amounts of movies. Oh, let's do it. Uh, so I'm going to do that. So I can just go see a bunch of movies, uh, indie films. I wonder how much they charge to like just rent out a theater. I don't know, but it's, it's either it's 20, gotta be cheaper than a it's $20 theater, a right? month to go see unlimited films. Uh-huh. So I, or $50 either way. That's still, I think it's 20. That's an amazing deal. I think it's $20. Uh, so I, I, I do want to do that. Um, it's maybe it's more i don't know whatever it is it's it's a good it's a great deal yeah um and then my number 12 was cruella nice yeah because i did love cruella uh but not enough for it to be in the top Top 10 10. yeah um and then you know if we're going to 15 i'll also throw in um i'll throw in val as my documentary there you go nice uh that made me feel really good and then uh what's that's 13 uh, 14 would probably be something like, um, let's see. I'm trying to look at the list here. Uh, 14 would probably be Eternals. Nice. Uh, yeah. And then 15, uh, I would throw Black Widow out for 15. I don't, it's, I liked Black Widow, but it's not my favorite. And I, I completely agree. Uh, I know for you, it really wasn't, but I might put in Suicide Squad for 15 Ooh. or. Um, you might be right, because honestly, if I'm going to put on either movie, even though it's not my favorite either, the Suicide Squad has yeah, been on. It's probably going my Suicide house Squad for number 15, uh, just because it's just a fun out there flick. Yeah. Uh, 
and, and honorable mentions like old, you know, old was great. I yeah. love old, uh, you know, a bunch of the movies saw in 2021. I really liked, but yeah, those are, that's my 15. You can go ahead and throw in some. Maybe more. Uh, sorry, one more would just be Candyman. No, no big deal. And we're, we're past the top 10. So, but maybe Candyman would have got uh, like, my 15 or 14 to swap out the suicide squad with it. I wish um, I loved Candyman. I really wish I did. Uh, yeah, I liked it a lot. Yeah. There was, there was so much about it that I, it had so much potential uh, that I thought uh, and you, we did the review on it. You yeah, know, we did the review. you gotta listen, go and go and listen guys. I don't hate it. I just wish I, there was just potential there that didn't for me come to fruition. Yeah. And, but, and there are things that I wish that it had had a little bit better. So uh, but yeah, I, I thought they did a great job actually making it scarier than the originals, but uh, it didn't really connect with everybody. Halloween Kills also gets an honorable, honorable mention from me. Yeah, Halloween Kills. That, kid, that, that multi-person fight scene stuff that oh. we've been begging for, it finally happened. Like, thank you so much. <laughs> I, I'm not a big fan of everybody being the monster instead of Michael <laughs> uh, thing that everyone's trying to do now, but uh, but it was still great. <laughs> Hey, next movie will be an all-out Lori versus uh, Michael, so I'm, I'm I'm all there for it. That's the main event. Uh, and then you know, as far as like fun movies go, I will throw out uh, Let There Be Carnage, just because uh, <laughs> yeah. it was super fun, but uh, it definitely wasn't top tier. Uh, it wasn't top fifteen either for me. So, um, but yeah, it, it, it does deserve an honorable mention. I obviously love Venom. Ta-da! One yeah. of my Christmas gifts is hanging above me. Nice. A uh, co-worker uh, painted this for me. Oh, they painted uh, that. Kyoko nice. 3 underscore Kyoko 3. Uh, yeah, so anyways. She's the one we saw at the anime convention? Yes, exactly. Nice. Yeah, so yeah, I couldn't believe it. She showed up for the this for my uh, one of my uh, white elephant or whatever you call it, Christmas things. Super cool. Secret Santa. It was Secret, Secret Santa. Santa. Was white elephant. elephant's like the goofy bad gifts. That's not Steal, a bad You gift. steal, right? All right, all right. <laughs> I think you can. That's like a Yankee, <laughs> a Yankee exchange or something like that. Yeah. Excuse me. Well, that's our that's our top uh, list with honorable mentions. We'll just say top fifteen ish or whatever. But our top ten was important. <laughs> yeah. Um, we haven't done this before, and I was really excited to do it, and I'm really happy we did. Uh, it actually let me hone in uh, on my favorites, which I rarely do. I usually have a really hard time uh, picking out, so I was glad to finally sit down and think about it. Um, but Same I'm, glad, here. I'm glad with our lists. I think our list is really good. We are not going to do a uh A and D this time around just because Aww. I didn't make one and and you know I don't think it's I don't think it's necessary right now. But uh yeah, what is necessary is for you to listen to our sponsor. That's right. All right, passengers. Now we're on to the birthday news. Um we'll we'll just go through this like uh, like we did last time. I thought it was really nice. Um, January 2nd, we have, uh, one of the luckiest men in comedy, Dax Shepard. Yeah, absolutely. He's hilarious. Uh, isn't he married to Kristen? That's uh, why he's lucky. Yeah. You've got this goofy guy that started off on, <laughs> um, punked. Yep. And all, and then he's with, uh, Kirsten, um, uh, I can't bell. Bell, golly, I don't want to say Shepherd. It's because I kept wanting to say Shepherd. Yeah, uh, with Bell, yeah. So that's awesome. Good for them. But uh, I do like Jack Shepherd. Absolutely. Um, January third, we have Florence Pugh, who of course yes. is in Black Widow and uh, White Widow herself. Recently in Hawkeye. 
<laughs> She's always in white. Did you finish Hawkeye? Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's good. So good. It's a good ending. So good. It's a good ending. That's exciting. Yeah. Totally. Also, Florence Pugh being one of my favorites uh, with Midsummer. She was so good in Midsummer. As she really was. Danny. Yeah, she was great. Um, January fourth, we have Dave Foley. Yes. I knew oh. you'd have to, I knew you'd have to look up the name, but once you see his face, you're like, oh yeah, yeah, no, Dave. No, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, kids in the hall. Lo- I mean, that's everyone. I have to look up everyone's name, but as soon as I see your face. I know it all comes back, uh, but yeah, I'm, I can't get enough of this guy. I even loved him in sky high. That's that's right. He wasn't sky high, <laughs> but uh blast from the past. Uh, you know, I can't get enough of that movie, but he, he shows up in so much. You know what I mean? Like go into his yeah. IMDb and you're like, uh, he's been in everything. Mm-hmm. He really uh, is. So it's it's really fun to see that, but he, he is one of those guys that you pop, he pops up in a show, and I'm like, heck yeah, Dave Foley. Um, although I do fault him for being in um, Postal, just because it was directed by uh, oh god, what's his name? Bull, the huh? the maker of terrible terrible movies. Um, January fifth, we have Hayao Miyazaki. Uh, Hayao Miyazaki, of course, being uh, Studio Ghibli, doing all of the um, awesome anime films. Nice. He's he's a legend, a legend. And for our people who are now listening because of Anime Frontier, we know you love him. Yes, absolutely. Uh, January sixth, we have uh, Daryl Norman Reedus. Yes, um, but also, of course, we we absolutely love him from the Boondock Saints. Exactly. Yeah. Which, which we're getting a third one, right? We talked about that at some point. Uh, so. uh, yeah, I hope it's better than part two, but I don't hate part two. I don't hate it, but I I, I hope part it's two has some of my favorite. A little quotes. better. <laughs> obviously, obviously, it's very quotable. The kick-ass fajitas. <laughs> Shut up. Romeo is crying. Yeah. Uh, I do love Norman Reedus, though. He, he's good. Uh, rumor, big rumor is, of course, that he uh, is going to play Ghost Rider in the MCU. Yeah, it's not confirmed. Uh, yeah, I didn't know that was just a rumor. I don't think it's confirmed yet, but uh, it, we're going to take it with a rumor right now. Cool. Uh, January 7th, we have Jeremy Rayner, Hawkeye himself. Yes. Uh, and, you know, Senior Trip, National Lampoon Senior What's Trip. What's your favorite first. Jeremy Rayner film? Probably senior trip. Ooh, for me it's tag. Yeah, that's fun. I know I was addicted to that movie. I drove my wife crazy. I would literally watch that movie before school every day, uh, and I drove her nuts because you know I only have like twenty minutes to watch it, so we would just watch like the beginning every single time. <laughs> but every time I, I when I do think of Jam Rainer, I think pop quiz hot shot. Yeah, what do you do? What do you what do do you do? <laughs> absolutely um, yeah but of course you know he, he got his really big hit with the hurt locker right oh, that's like, right that's yeah all of a sudden jeremy rainer's everywhere with the hurt locker so um but i do love his hawkeye and i thought that he was fantastic in hawkeye so absolutely uh i think he did a great job like they joke about it a bit but you know they joke about like not needing him and like being the most human uh avenger and whatnot i think he did a great job uh, utilizing that banter to his strength. Oh yeah, uh, and and not making the character uh, get disregarded. 
Uh, I think he did an amazing job. It's great. It's fantastic. Uh, and then January 8th, we have uh, rest oh. in peace, David Bowie. <clears throat> yes. Uh, I will never get over the fact that we lost David Bowie. No, it was a better place. The world was a better place with him in it. Oh, it was. His music stylings. Uh, his last album, uh, Black Star, was just absolutely uh, genius. So, uh, you know, rest in peace, David Bowie. Uh, you know, happy birthday in heaven or wherever you are. Uh, I don't I don't know. I'm claiming no. I mean, I don't think he was very religious, right? So, yeah, exactly. I don't know. So, yeah, yeah. I hope you're happy in the universe. In the afterlife, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Happy birthday to our celebrities. Yes. Happy birthday to our celebrities without whom we would not be able to do what we do. So thank you. Let's get on to the news here. Uh, speaking of Black Widow and Marvel and all that, Black Widow reportedly lost $600 million due to piracy of the movie. Ouch. Ouch, yes, but like it's Disney, so it's like kind of hard to feel bad about it. <clears throat> That's that's true, but you know, uh, th- th- again, there are people who pirate and then buy it. But although that one came out at the same time, right? We, it was an at-home release, so yeah, you and I saw uh, it that's the a little weird to pirate that one. You and if I they, saw it in the theaters, and then I showed my wife it on Disney Plus, so I've got it on both fronts. Yeah, and then I and watched then I it, it at home a whole bunch of times. Yeah, on Disney Plus. I yeah, own it so, as well. I've got uh, the four K Steelbook. <laughs> but you know, whatever. It's a lot of money for sure. I I find it really hard to figure out what that means because if you can pirate someone, anyone who's pirating things already is going to pirate it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like they were already planning on pirating it. They weren't planning on going to see it in theaters. So it's really hard to say you lost out on it because if it weren't available online, they wouldn't have pirated it. True. But they may not have still seen it. I don't know. I'm probably just talking in circles at that point. But I just like to hope that the people who pirated it eventually spent the money on the movie somehow. I hope so. I mean, I don't know if they did, but I hope so. I don't think everyone did. Just I hope there are some. Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson says he will not participate in any of the fast films, even after Vin Diesel did his little call out and said, you know, we need you back. You're part of the family. Uh, Dwayne Johnson called it like emotional terrorism or whatever, something like that was just like it's it feels like you're doing it for publicity and not for um, not for real. And so he he doubled down and said, I'm not doing it. I um, for one, I think it's okay. Uh, I don't think that we're going to be at a huge loss to not have him come back. I do love The Rock, but did I think his character was the centerpiece to the plot oh. moving along? No. Uh, and on top of that, Hobbs and Shaw was a good one-off. I don't really want any more, but I think we're going to get one. Um, I still don't know if we're going to get one or not. And I I kind of don't want to. Uh, uh, so- I, I just need, uh, even like within nine or ten, what, not, not nine, because we just did F9. So with ten or eleven, I hope that they at least finish off that story. It would just be nice to see him sitting at the dinner table. But, but other than that, I don't really, well, they can totally write him to carry a story. Totally fine. But I want to see who the person talking to uh, Hobbs and Shaw at the end of that movie is. So I, I think that was who was in this pat in past nine. I I don't think so. But anyway, um, uh, whatever. We'll see. Um, Mortal Kombat is the highest streamed movie on HBO Max on its release date. Wow. So even over Dune, even over all the other movies that came out, Suicide Squad, uh, Mortal Kombat beat it out. I'd have, to, I'd have to say that Mortal Kombat kind of transcends video game. 
I agree. People it who is one of the best stories ever. Don't <laughs> like, play video it. games, no Mortal Kombat. Yeah. So uh I, I'm and I'm happy with it. I, I really want a sequel. I really, really want a Mortal Kombat 2 where it takes place with the actual um well Mortal Kombat trial. Yeah. yeah. Um this one's gonna kick us in the butt because I mm-hmm. just it just just like literally just now as we're recording they released this that morbius has been delayed to april 1st it was supposed to come out Ugh. in 20 something days it's coming out january 28th and now we gotta wait till april 1st kind of bummed out by that because shame on you marvel <laughs> or sony because uh rumor theory rumor theory we'll call it a theory not a rumor we'll call it a theory a, r- a reary theory is from no way home <laughs> How Andrew Garfield said that he uh, did some dark things, probably murdered some people. And then in Morbius, Morbius is uh, that you see behind him, the Spider-Man looks a lot like Andrew Garfield's suit. And it says murderer. Mm. And also Venom is talked about. In the movie, you see the trailer where he's like, I'm Venom. No, I'm just joking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And we're being told that in Venom 3, Spider-Man will be fighting Tom Hardy's Venom. We're just not told which Spider-Man. So the rumor is that Andrew Garfield's uh, is Morbius is in Andrew Garfield's universe. I, I hope not, but that is very interesting. You hope not. I hope so. Uh, I want to be the Holland, Holland or Toby's. Look, I don't, it won't be in Toby's and it won't be in Holland's. Um, well, maybe in Holland's. I don't know. Yeah. It's hard to say because it can't. It's hard to say. I just don't think that Andrew Garfield Spider-Man is the one to defeat Venom. Oh, I don't think it's a defeat thing. Now he can defeat Topher Grace's Venom. I, I, I'm still having a hard time with Morbius and where it goes in the timeline because yeah. it very much makes us think that it's in Tom Holland's timeline. Of course, with uh, Michael Keaton's uh, Vulture being in it. Uh-huh. Yeah. But I, I also heard uh, there was a, there was one of these big. It's like a like a trying to predict the future of the franchise thing for Venom. Uh, <clears throat> that I saw you swipe across the this just blanket of words across your screen, and it, but eventually I saw that uh, Toby may be making another appearance in it. It's total rumor, uh, and I'm just like, please God, let it be that. In what? like, let him uh, in uh, one of the future Spider-Man movies. They had the whole map and everything. Oh, uh, I, I think Toby's going to show up in Sam Raimi's uh, multiverse madness. Dr. Yeah, Andrew. so and that's the kind of thing where I think Venom. Where he'll fight, uh, so we'll—I don't know. We know uh, maybe maybe Morbius takes place during uh, the multiverse thing, and everything gets still switched up in there. Maybe yeah, maybe they all multiverse. get brought back again, all three. Maybe there's some multiverse traversal. Possibly, maybe uh, it takes place during No Way Home, and hmm. uh, Michael Keaton happened to go through a portal. Hmm. Maybe. Don't know. Or huh. maybe it's just a different vulture, but it's played by Michael Keaton. Yeah. Who knows? Um, 
I'm trying to think if there's, I, th- I feel like there was some other stuff that was newsworthy that I totally forgot to put on the news. And I was like, oh, I should yes. write that down. Uh, it is the last thing on the list after Venom. Well, that, Morbius, but there was like a, Morbius, I didn't want to bring that up yet. <clears throat> there was uh, something else and I feel like it was a Marvel related thing, but I'm not 100% sure. Well, it doesn't matter. I'm sorry. I failed on that front. But um, the last thing we're going to talk about, of course, is the passing of uh, Betty White. Betty White being yeah. 18 days shy of her 100th birthday. It's very sad news because she is, uh, you know, America's sweetheart as far as uh, grandmothers go. Yeah. Um, from the Golden Girls uh, to just some of the funniest, her and Ryan Reynolds in the proposal. Um, that was yeah. pretty funny. Betty White, yeah. thank you for being a friend. Seriously, being hilarious. We, we, will, we will miss you. Yeah, very much so. Uh, well, you know what you should not miss? What's that? Our next sponsor. All right. Hey, Mark, today's sponsor is Oscars Ostentatious Oscar Extravaganza. Oscars Ostentatious Oscar Extravaganza is the party you do not want to miss. Indeed. I'm super excited for this year's party. It's a gala of who's who. This year, our passengers can win tickets to sit next to the biggest stars in the world, us. (laughs) Plus celebrities like Jared Leto, Denzel Washington, and Charlize Theron. All they have to do is enter the code POPCULTURELEVATOR at the Oscars party on Oscars website. Remember, the site is oscars.ostentatiousoscarextravaganza.net. Thanks, Oscar. Can't wait for the party. Thanks. Yay! All right, passengers, we're on to the elevator pitch, where I'm going to give Mark Three random words from a word generator, and he's going to have to tell a uh, movie pitch to our uh, our movie producer on an elevator going up or down, whatever he feels like. And um, they're going to see if they, we can make this movie. Mark, are you ready for your three random words? Yes, sir. All right. Your words are beer, blister, and roulette. Beer, blister, and roulette. Yes, sir. Uh, Beer, blister, and roulette. Yeah, it's kind of a tough one. I feel like you can make something out of there, even if it is the cliche. <clears throat> okay, so there's a man. Just come, just call him Roger. <laughs> Raj. Uh, he's dejected, man. He just got fired from his job, and uh, he goes to have a beer. And uh, you know, uh, he's been at this job for many, many years, uh, and. Just like any layoff, uh, it, it cuts you off from everything you were counting on, your uh, your pension or severance or whatever, you know. And um, so he's out there and he goes to the deep end of this uh, beer bench and he finds himself in a game of roulette, like actual roulette. Oh, the gun roulette. The gun roulette in the back of this bar. I mean, this is a shady bar. And uh, anyways, he loses. Right. And uh, so uh, essentially, I mean, he lost, but somehow like this guy was such a bad shot pulling the trigger that uh, he it just it grazed him, it grazed him right in the face, uh, like right next to the eye. But now he's got this blister. And he so it's it's a. Uh, yeah, everyone's having to, he's having to explain it to everyone, his wife, his kids, uh, his church, and everyone just thinks he's this madman because of this one night, right? Uh, but 
uh, what they don't realize is that this dude made like a drunken deal with this guy for him not to kill him with the last bullet, essentially, because, you know, you could see it go in and they're like, hey, hey, hey," you know, and essentially this guy gets himself into a deal that if he helps him kill somebody, he doesn't have to shoot himself, uh, you know, resulting in his death. So he takes the deal. And this is the story of that all panning out. Oh, nice. My brain was going like he won a lot of money doing that. <laughs> and like he was hiding it from everybody. That would be kind of cool. And it's like, what does he do? Yeah. That, why, why does he suddenly have a bigger house and they're moving? <laughs> Got lucky nice. in some roulette. Nice. I like it. Like I could watch something like that. Every so often, I don't mind a, a more weird out there, serious movie like that. Yeah. It kind of sounds like it could be really serious. Yeah. Like a like a fight club-ish type movie. Yeah. I was thinking the other day, like I was watching the, did you watch the Harry Potter reunion? Yeah, I watched that. And we just powered through all the Harry Potter movies wow. immediately after. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That just came out two days ago, dude. Tell me about it. <laughs> that's no no thank you i love harry potter full but... harry potter for like 72 hours Ugh, i couldn't do it um i love harry potter but i couldn't i couldn't i don't do <laughs> marathons anymore i don't do that anymore oh man it's um it's a little nap in the movies that you know too well it was wonderful but i was watching helen upon a carter you know doing her weird thing she's such a weirdo uh, yeah i love what they had to say about her and um and i was like man I need to show Fonny Fight Club. You haven't shown Fonny Fight Club? I don't think she's ever seen Fight Club. Dude, can we watch it together? She wants to. Yes. I love that movie so much. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's such a good movie. It's one of those ones where it doesn't quite do all the things the book does, but I don't care. Yeah. I love the book. The book's own thing for me. Uh, Mm -hmm. but it's like one of those movies it's like you know there's a lot of movies where you like Jurassic Park the book is so good but Jurassic Park the movie is so good in its own way that I don't care that they don't follow everything yeah so like that those are like two rare instances where I'm like oh the movie is its own thing yeah Uh, yeah really 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 can't wait to watch Fight Club again because it's been too long totally his name have you shown her choke Robert Paulson. Uh, I don't think Choke would be up her alley. Yeah. And plus, uh, the book is so much better. True. Movie's fine. I love Sam Rockwell. Anything Sam Rockwell does, I'll watch. Exactly. But the book is definitely... Also, though, fun, fun trivia. Choke, the movie, is directed and written uh, by Clark Gregg, who plays uh, Agent Coulson. In the uh, Marvel movies, plus isn't that amazing? Age of Shield. So that dude, he just seems like such a sweetheart. You wouldn't think he'd be associated with yeah, Choke per- at all. Apparently, right? he was a huge fan of Choke and was and, and basically got that off the ground. <laughs> it's a good, good movie. Good man. Oh, it's been a while since I've seen Choke too. Maybe I'll watch that at some point as well. But I think Fight Club is, of course, the better, the better film of the two. Absolutely. So like now I'm going and looking at Choke uh, to see who was in it because of Sam Rockwell, Angelica Huston, Kelly McDonald. But there was there was the Basil best. Work does in it for a minute. That's right. The best friend is played by someone too, though. 
uh, at least someone that I thought was big at the time. I'm looking at the picture. Yeah. Oh man, I can't. I I have a block right now. Brad William Henke. Ah, looks so different now. <laughs> yeah, he was in the Stand, the new Stand uh, series, and uh, Split. He was in Split. Oh right. Uh, there's something else that he was in that I know that I was like, I know this guy from other things, but I I don't know off the top, man. He's in a lot of stuff. But yeah, man, I I, I do love any of those. I know they're making some TV shows based off of um, Chuck Palinic stuff, so he was Coover Bennett in Justified. That's where I really knew him from. Yeah. I love Justified. That show's one of my favorites. Thank you for listening to Pop Culture Elevator. We love you, passengers. And remember, if you want to contact us, you can reach us at popcultureelevator at gmail.com, Instagram at popcultureelevator, Twitter at PCE Podcast, and our Facebook page, www.facebook.com slash popcultureelevator. Thank you again for listening. We will see you next Wednesday.